Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. And by Alta Fiber, official partner of the Dayton Flyers and proud supporter of the Dayton community. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Flanagan's Pub again for Flyer Feedback tonight. Dayton a winner and a runaway. 88-46 over Alcorn State. The 42-point win gets Anthony Grant and his Dayton Flyers to 8-5 to close out the non-conference season. It's John Bedell, it's former Flyer and University of Dayton Athletic Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski, and you here for Flyer Feedback tonight. Keith, Dayton in a 42-point win that wasn't even that close, didn't feel like at points. No, it really wasn't. Like we talked about before the break, before Coach Grant talked, they did what they had to do. They didn't fall into the trap of being on their way out the door, home for Christmas. Uh, You know, they came in, they played hard, they withstood all of the little chippy stuff that was going on early in the game uh, and just kind of enforced their will, especially on the defensive end, which they've been doing. you know, they've struggled at on, on offense at times, but defense is usually there for this team. It was there tonight, just so much bigger, so much. I, I mean, what do they have, 11 blocks, and everybody contributed on that end. You have a couple of guys, a couple of different guys that are flirting with triple doubles. Uh, just, a, just an all-around good team win. It's one of those, though, Keith, that we were – I was going to get into this before the break, but, um, you know, we were up against it with Anthony, you know, coming up here, is that um, – they're eight and five, yes, through the non-conference season, but unless things change much from last night in the net, and I don't think they did, they don't have a single win outside quad three or four. Yeah, that I mean, it's so you basically don't have a resume, Correct. right? Like you, you've yes. submitted a blank resume Correct. to the committee, and they're going to say, please let us in if you don't win the tournament. And that's, you know, it's a tough spot to be, but we know that going in. So, you know, we have an entire conference season to get healthy. We don't have to rush guys back for specific games. We can afford a little bit time to get right, to reincorporate them into practices, into games, get them in condition, get the team back into flow. And, you know, hopefully best case scenario or hopefully worst case scenario that we are leaving ourselves in a position where we only have to play three games in three days at the A-10 tournament, which I I truly believe we're going to have to win all three if we want to play past that. Uh, Even if we were to go undefeated in the A-10, I just don't – I mean, I – the only situation I could see possibly happening is if we go undefeated in the A-10. Correct. So does either St. Louis or VCU, probably St. Louis, except they lose to us two times, and then we lose to them in the finals of the A-10 tournament. And I just, I mean, that's a that's a really big hypothetical that I don't see happening, and you just can't leave 
that decision up to somebody else. Yeah, because we saw what happened last year when you do. Yeah, and it's not trying exactly. to be, you know, we're not trying to rain on the parade here, but it's just I think we try to be pragmatic on this show. It's just the reality of this team situation that, yes, 8-5, and five, but not a single quad one or quad two win. Not uh, one win away from UD Arena. No road wins. One on the neutral side against Wyoming. Uh, and, and like I said, all eight of their wins are, are quad three or four. It's not great, but here we are the week before Christmas just knowing if you pay attention to and are realistic about the landscape of this sport, they don't have an at-large resume. So we're here the week before Christmas knowing, okay, they're going to have to win the auto bid from the Atlantic 10 tournament to be able to be in the big dance this year. Yeah, and, and that does give them an opportunity, whether, you know, not just in practice, right? A lot of times you come into practice and, you know, well, let's experiment with this lineup. Let's see how these two guys play together against these guys. Let's see if this play works. Let's see if this defense works. Well, now you have an opportunity to not necessarily have to work on it in practice, but you can put it into effect in the games and see how guys work together, how they are on the court, uh, how other teams react to something possibly they haven't seen before. And, you know, again, I think it's just part of the development of the program, uh, development of some of these guys, and looking forward again because it's it's a constant – work in motion with what you're doing and we're going to go through this conference season there's going to be things that are good there's going to be things that are i don't necessarily want to call them bad but things that we have to work through but like we'll have our points we know our defense is going to be there defense always has to be there it's going to be with this team but you know there's some certain things some certain wrinkles that we're going to continue to work on in offense and you know i think we've kind of seen that a little bit already uh some focal points i don't think they've like they haven't overhauled the entire offense but they have some focal points let's get Duran. i want you to run rim run get to the basket post up we want to get the ball inside to him tumani same thing inside outside drive guys finish stuff off you know keep the ball moving side to side we see him you know consistently working on those uh focus points and you know the biggest thing for these guys is going to be don't get distracted there's going to be lulls in games that you can't allow yourself to happen and if you do you got to recognize it and get back to our basics it's starting to remind me a little bit of anthony's second year here and obviously much different personnel much different expectations but in the sense keith that they and this team knows this because anthony has talked about this on the record with larry they've they have nothing but missed opportunities or many missed opportunities at this point you look back at his second year where they lost you know they got butler at their early season tournament and they lost to Nothing against the resume this year here, but eventual national champion Virginia. Then lose to Oklahoma, lose to Mississippi State, lose to Auburn, lose to Tulsa. And I, as that season went along, you just kept thinking, man, that's another missed opportunity where they just they couldn't close the deal with a resume win. Um, and th- that's, that's the situation here. You look at SMU, UNLV, Wisconsin, Kansas, BYU, Virginia Tech. And, you know, Wyoming, they finally get Wyoming. But, you know... I don't know they beat SMU, but there's there's been there's been situations where there's especially their trip to the Bahamas a lot of missed opportunities. But at the same on the side of the coin, there's nothing they can do about it now except I mean they they know it right. going forward. Okay, you try to get right, you try to run as much as you can, rough shot over the A10, and you get right for March and you try to win three. Uh, yeah, and and you don't look at it from where we're sitting on here on December 20th saying, all right, we got to run the table. This is what we got to do. And a huge big, big picture, right? It's and as cliche as it sounds, right? You get into practice every single day. All right, you know, let's go get better today, guys. Let's go to work. And you work on your stuff. And, you know, every game that you come out, 
hey, here's what we're going to work on. This is what we got to do. Pay attention to the scattering report. This is what they have. Let's go out, do our thing, and get a win. And, right? and, and every night yeah. we have to go out with that focus of we're going to get a win. I don't care if it's St. Joe's at home. I don't care if it's VCU on the road. Like, you got to you got to dial in enough to go out and get a win. And I think the good thing is, too, whether it's us here locally or even national guys, like I know he's he's not everybody's you know cup of tea, but John Rothstein, he does know the landscape of the sport pretty well. He's yeah. tied in as much as you might hate to admit it with the shtick he has. But he was saying on the game last week when Dayton's on CBS Sportsnet playing Wyoming, hey, this team is calling a spade a spade in a position where they've got to win the A-10 tournament, but... Ross team continued. This looks like a team that has the makings of one that can make a run in the A-10 tournament. Yeah. And they're built like a team that can win three in a row. Yeah. We're saying that too, but... And, 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 and here's the other thing is from a team perspective, right, you have your goals before the season. And the making the NCAA tournament is still two goals away, at least where we are, because we're gonna have we have a chance to start to compete for an A10 league title, correct? Which is what we're gonna set out to do, and what they were picked to do. Yep. And then, again, fingers crossed. Hopefully, we we win that. After that, A10 tournament, another chance to win another championship. Yep. Right. If you win the second one of those, for sure you're in. Right. Hopefully, you can at least salvage something by winning the league. Be happy, be proud of your accomplishment. Maybe put yourself in a position, but you can't leave it up to somebody else. Again, given our resume, that's that's what it is. But we got championships to go win, right? We're not playing for nothing. We're not we're not LaSalle just competing competing because because the school says we have to. We have to keep up our end of the agreement for the scholarship, and I actually have to show up and play. But we got championships to go compete for. You know, there are some universities in the A-10 that make a great argument for contraction in this league. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think you just named one of them. Uh, yeah, uh, I've, got, I've got some opinions. God bless Fran Dunphy, <laughs> man. It's, oh, man. He's, oh, boy. Poor Fran. One of, one of the all-time greats, and, boy, he's got a, he's got a tough road to hoe there in, uh, in LaSalle now, man. Woo! Um, anyways, you know, and, and two, you know, Keith, here we are of, you know, week from tomorrow. Boom, here comes uh, Keith Dambrot in between now, and then I'm sure 17 players will transfer from Keith Dambrot's program between now and next Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, how many how many former Duquesne guys have we played against already oh this God. year? They're, just, they're, they're, they're like a farm system for for other mid-major college basketball programs. Can I just say this for the people that are like, well, you better watch out for Duquesne. I'll tell you what, if Duquesne wins the A-10, Keith, I will eat my hat. I, yeah, uh, talk to You're me. In a, talk, gold, right? talk to me in a month and a half. I mean, you talk about a team with without you know any quad one or quad two wins. You talk about some fool's gold. But, oh, Duquesne might not. Uh, okay, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they learn how to win a game. Maybe and it's maybe. they got a little bit of confidence going into it. It's not something that I'm going to sit here and overlook. Like we we can't just show up and win the game, but we show up and we do what we're supposed to do. Play our defense. Yeah. Hopefully, make a few shots, execute what we're supposed to, and and things should take care of themselves. But yeah, whatever. It's still it's still Duquesne. And Larry and Brooks talked a lot about identity during this. I think it's very clear now as we're you know through the non-conference schedule that this Dayton team, 13 games into this season, Keith, their identity clearly is they are going to put the clamps on you defensively, and that's you know you can you can moan about the offense not always looking the prettiest, and that's fine. But when you play defense like they do. That's always going to give you a chance to 
pull out a game where, you know, shots aren't falling on night to night on a nightly basis. And I think very clearly that they have a chance to be like elite defensively because they're so good and consistent on the defensive side of the floor. I, I mean, you got you got you've got two guys on the team on the active roster right now that are six foot six and everybody else is taller than that. Right. And they're athletic and they're strong and they move well. They play well together. And we've thrown a number of different kind of looks at people. We're, I mean, we're showing some one-three-one, right. right? Different actions, trapping in different spots, just kind of causing some confusion, trying to cause some chaos, being disruptive, which we're really, really good at, just being disruptive, right? We don't let people get into a a solid flow. And then on top of it, which you know we'll we'll talk about in a little bit, and Coach Grant started to talk about Tumani Kamara is like an elite level defender, and there's not really a metric to measure defense by other than like steals and block shots and that doesn't that doesn't show what all he does on the defensive end for us but like he's a nationally ranked level elite level defender and he doesn't get nearly enough credit on that end of the on that end of the court for us yeah plenty of defense tonight holding the Alcorn State uh, to 46 points Dayton winner tonight by 42 88 46 over Alcorn State it's John Bedell Keith Walskowski and you here for Flyer Feedback it continues on the other side of this break right here on the home of the Flyers this is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. We believe that we have an important obligation for being the news and talk station, and that's alerting you to breaking news first. We monitor the latest on the situation in the Middle East from here in the Miami Valley. News is flying at us now faster than ever before. We just got here to where the press conference is going to start. And our commitment is to break in and give you important information as it's happening. When you need us most, we are here. You shouldn't have to wait 15 or 20 minutes to learn about a big accident. This is Sergeant Mark Bauer, WHIO traffic reporter. A storm hitting the Miami Valley. Listen live for updates every 15 minutes or sooner. Or a huge national story. U.S. military assets remain on high alert. Our team includes reporters from News Center 7, plus sources from around the world. And we're updating the situation that's going on in Dayton's 24-hour live news station is 1290 and 957 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Now, now that's, I love that. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is a Consumer Warrior Clark Howard Minute. For the first time in forever, I have good news on the college front. If you are attending college or you have a son or daughter who's going to attend college, colleges are way short of students. So they're offering deals all over the place. 
And you got to make sure those deals aren't just teasers to get you to come in freshman year, that these are four-year offers. Colleges need students so badly that more and more colleges are offering admission to people who haven't applied to that school because they so desperately need you. So as you are trying to decide where you're going to go, play hard to get and make sure anything said to you is put in writing and remember a four-year commitment on scholarships and grants clark is whio's consumer warrior and you can hear him during miami valley's morning news on whio you're listening to flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. It's John Bedell, former Flyer and UD Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton winner tonight. They boat race Alcorn State, 88-46, a 42-point win. Closes out the non-conference season for Anthony Grant and his Dayton Flyers and closes out their stretch, Keith, uh, before their Christmas break as they go uh, spend some time with their families before coming back to start conference play next week. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly how they planned on it or how they wanted it to go, but yeah. it is what it is at this point in the season. I think it's a good chance for us to get, to get a break, uh, spend a little time with family, get our minds right, come back, continue to get our bodies right, and then, you know, like we talked about a little bit ago, go out and uh, try to win a league championship. Raise a little hell in the A-10, man. How about, how about, Absolutely. How about we start that next Wednesday? Absolutely. Let's go. Bring it on. <laughs> Shock the world. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, you continue to get Malachi Smith and Kobe Elvis healthy. You know, we saw baby steps, as, as Danny Ocean once said in the American classic uh, of film, Ocean's Eleven. Keith, you got to walk before you can crawl. And yes, I know. I got that backwards. Watch the movie, guys. Um, you know, without crutches at UD Arena last week and today, you know, now Mally's still in a walking boot. Okay, fine. But making progress. No crutches, as we saw when they came back from the Bahamas. Love to have, you know, give any, uh, make any Dayton Flyers fan dyspeptic seeing those two on crutches when they came back from the Bahamas. Uh, but, you know, they continue to get healthier, moving towards getting back. As you mentioned, he's back in, and you try to get guys like, you know, Mike and Brea playing better and better as they, you know, kind of have elevated roles in that in that point guard sort of fill-in role by the time Mally gets back. And, and then you got some experienced pieces by the time these guys do get back in the rotation. Yeah, you know, I think coming into this season, we haven't had a single day. I tell this to people all the time. We haven't had a single day since practice started a single practice, a single game, where we've had an entire roster of healthy basketball players. Yeah. Somebody has either been sick or injured every single day of the year so far. And that's hard to play through. That's hard, that's hard to deal with. So Kobe Bray, he's still trying to get into the flow through no fault of his own. Again, he's, he's out. He can't play. He's trying to get into the flow. He's trying to get into a rhythm. He didn't get to have a preseason, right? He's still getting shots up every day, and he's still trying to go through the offense and get his legs and, and everything else. Uh, Mike Sheriff Jumps, who for all intents and purposes has, has done great, you know, it, it, blessing in disguise that he's been forced to have to play through some of the, he's done an outstanding job given the circumstances, but he makes some freshman mistakes here and there, but he's been forced to have to play through them. 
I mean, that's, it's a fantastic learning experience for him and a fantastic learning experience for the other guys to get used to playing with him. Now, as again, as Mally, as Kobe get healthy and they get back into the swing of things, okay, well, now we can, now we can start to, to more or less get right. We missed Tumani Kamara for a half uh, out at UNLV. If we have him that second half, we don't lose the game. Yeah. Duran, you know, I think early on he was he was kind of banged up. He tweaked his ankle in that game. Plus, he's learning how to play with six guys hanging on his arms at all times, <laughs> right? And and it's not the easiest thing to do. And I, you know, I heard it. Finn used to hear it all the time. How come you don't just go up and dunk the ball every time? You're six foot eleven. Like it's not that easy. Guys are are actively hanging on you, not allowing you to do that. And I think you've seen over the past couple of games, he's starting to figure it out. And if he continues to get comfortable doing that, like, watch out. Yeah. One of the ways you can jump on the show is the Bud Light Mike. If you're here with us at Flanagan's, that's where we find Jeff and Dayton. Hey, Jeff. Uh, it's just getting a little nostalgic and thinking uh, a few years back, we ended December with uh, – six scholarship players and a walk-on, none of them over 6'6", six, six. and tonight we dressed eight, and the only guy that wasn't 6'6", six, six was the walk-on. So we got the potential to pick up a couple of, uh, you know, injured players, come back. Sure, they're not over 6'6", six, six. that's going to hurt our average height, but, you know, college basketball has gotten really weird in the last two years with the transfer portal, you know. Coach K is retired, and tonight Wake beats Duke. Number 14 Duke goes down. Uh, you know, you're seeing upsets up and down the rankings. So it's a really, I think it's, you know, we struggled, but it's still a really wide open for a team that gels. They can really get something going. And with our height and our length, there's not a whole lot of teams. And with COVID throwing an extra uh, you know, extra eligibility years. You know, we've got guys that have played together for three years that are sophomores. Uh, so, you know, you, you can't count anyone out in this in this league. And people are like, well, we don't, you know, people you know, on message boards are saying, oh, we can run the table in the A-10. And, and when you look at the net rankings, yeah, we could, actually. <laughs> there, there, aren't any, there aren't any marquee wins on our schedule, but we could win every one of those games. So it, it's a it's a crazy year. So, I, you know, I, I, I'm staying positive on this because, you know, it, anything can happen. Other schools are going to lose guys to the transfer portal here at the end of semester, uh, just as we have. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be wild to, to see what goes down the, down the stretch here. Yeah, you know, I, I, we could run the table, but that's the thing about college basketball. You, unfortunately, you got to leave yourself in a position that you can you can still make the tournament. We're going to have a difficult run, but in that 14-15 team proved to us if you get hot at the right time, you can make a run. Right? It's not college football. You don't have to have a perfect season right. to make the playoff to have a ch- to, to have a shot at a national championship. You college basketball, you have the opportunity to go through some struggles, and everybody's got a shot. Just unfortunately for us, our run's going to have to start hopefully only three games earlier that we're going to have to win out. Yeah, and I think you know it's not about not being positive. It's just look, you don't have to like it, but they, the reality is they don't they don't have an at large resume. That's, yeah, that's, it's not it's not positive. It's not just, negative. It's just it's, it's just realistic. Yeah, and and the yeah. stuff we're saying, we're not saying it to knock them or anything like that. But you know, there's there's opportunities, there's silver linings within it, but ultimately it's going to come having 
going to come down to having to win the right games at the right times. Get out of here with your facts and your metrics that the NCAA Tournament <laughs> Selection Committee pays attention to. Keith, what do you do? You know better than that. All right. Dana winner tonight, 88-46, a 42-point win over Alcorn State. Gets Dayton 8-5 to close out the non-conference slate. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Keith Walskowski, and you here for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it, after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Now, a gardening minute with Garden Talk's very own Mark Weber. It is the season for poinsettias. You know, poinsettias are an interesting plant on many different levels. Those beautiful, what you believe to be flowers, are actually modified leaves. But keep in mind that poinsettias are native to Mexico. This is a plant that loves warm, tropical temperatures, not the brisk, cool days or chilly days of December in Ohio. So keep in mind that when you purchase your poinsettia, be sure to protect it from the cold wind. When you bring it inside your house, place it in a part of your house that gets enough light that you can read a newspaper for about eight hours or so without any additional light. More so, when you go to water this plant, make sure the foil that's around the pot is removed. Allow the water to seep completely through the pot and water it only when it's too dry to the touch. Listen to Mark Weber on Garden Talk, Saturday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Ugh. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. WHIO is Dayton's sports leader. The full complement of major sports on WHIO can't be matched by any other media outlet. Dayton's new official Cleveland Brown station. With every game now heard on 1290 and 95.7. And for decades, WHIO is the home of Dayton's men's flyer basketball. On Channel 7, we're the home of the NFL on CBS. With exclusive Bengals games and coverage with a CBS Game of the Week Sundays at 4 p.m. WHIO is also home to NCAA March Madness, the PGA Championship, and our big announcement starting in 20. 23. Big Ten football moves to WHIO-TV, including Ohio State football matchups. And don't forget, our coverage of the Bengals and Browns starts Sunday mornings. When it comes to the biggest sports brands, no one in Dayton matches. WHIO, 1290 and 95.7, and TV Channel 7. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. 
Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas, Dayton Flyers fans. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for another live edition of Flyer Feedback. Dayton with a smashing victory tonight, 88-46, a 42-point win over the Alcorn State's somethings, whatever they are, uh, to get to 8-5 on the year. And 8-5, uh, and five, Keith, as they wrap up the uh, A-10, or non-A-10 slate, and they, they look ahead to uh, Atlantic 10 play. Uh, already starting on uh, Wednesday. It's the Alcorn State Braves. There we go. There you go. Thank you. I was really invested in this one tonight. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> kind of, you know, this is, and this is probably bad to say, but this is one of those games, and this is this is where it actually falls, too. Is I was really hoping that after this game that we weren't having to actually talk about this game. That's the type of game that it was, right? I, yes, we yes. didn't need to break down stats for this game and who played well and what did we need to do to win. This is a game we should have won. And, you know, we're talking about leading up to the A-10 season, what do we got to do, kind of future outlook, let's get these guys right, that type of thing. That's exactly how this show should have gone tonight and exactly how the game went over at the arena. Right. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. It's Leslie from Ideal Travel. Hey, Leslie. And tonight I'm just Leslie from Dayton. Oh, okay. But with a question that we were kibitzing at the bar about. So Brady Yule, one of our walk-ons, obviously had some quality minutes today. Yes. But where were the rest of the walk-ons? How does this work during the Christmas break? We didn't see them dressed. We didn't see them on the bench. But we stood up in the 300 section, so we may just not see. So where were they? Two of them were there, but they were in sweatsuits. So I don't know if they were injured. I don't know if they were sick. I know, like, I know Mally wasn't there tonight. I'm surprised we didn't get asked about that. He was sick. Um, and just, like, flu-type symptoms have been going around everybody. Like, every conversation that anybody has, somebody's sick or their spouse is sick or their kids are sick. And that runs through the team as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of them may have been sick. Maybe they just said, go ahead and go home early because you're coming back on Christmas. Um, you know, if it's Alcorn State. You guys might have an opportunity to play. You should if you wanted to stick around. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if they were just hurt or sick, and that's where some of the guys have been anyways. All right, totally fair. Well, wishing you guys a very merry, happy, healthy Christmas. You too, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you, too. All right, and hopefully sales doesn't make uh, Leslie bill us uh, for me saying. <laughs> and, and as that comes through, I'm getting a text that says the walk-ons were injured. Ah, there you go. They've been going hard in practice. Yeah, there you go. And then, two, also another body that's not on the bench because uh, he entered, uh, as, as kids are known to do this week, the transfer portal, portal Tyrone Baker, uh, who's got to be up there now, Keith, for shortest stint as a flyer ever. Uh, he entered the transfer portal this week, so he will be moving on. The transfer from Georgia. Uh, Tyrone, we barely knew ye. Yeah. So he's moving on. Yeah, I think he was he was one of those guys that we recruited out of high school uh-huh. and we're really high on. He chose to go somewhere else. He did. Didn't work out for him there. Typically how the portal goes, he enters it then. Right. We had recruited him before, a little bit of a uh, little bit of relationship. We liked what we saw. He came here and I don't think he was the same player when he got here that we had recruited out of high school, even to the point that it was like who was who this guy? Because you're not doing nearly the same stuff that you were in high school, and I don't know what they did with him in Georgia, but they they broke him. We wish him the best, uh, but it you know it didn't work out for uh, for him here. And um, you know, VCU, St. Louis, Davidson, Loyola, uh, and that's it. But you've got the cream of the crop playing each other as it should be. Nobody, literally nobody, is asking for Dayton Duquesne twice a year. And thank you, A10, for giving. Let the big boys play each other in the A10. And this has to be the first time in 
how many years that Dayton hasn't gone to the city of Philadelphia a single time. Yeah. Not too bad. It's, right? not a, it's not a city that's been kind to them over the years. No. So. All right, I got music in my ear. That means uh, that's all for us tonight. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or account of this game without the express written permission of WHIR Radio is strictly prohibited. So we will see you on the radio next Wednesday, Flyer fans, for the start of Atlantic 10 play against Duquesne. One more time, Dayton a winner, 88-46. For my partner tonight, Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and Merry Christmas.